He's bold, he's sexy, and he's a drummer. This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show with SCN. So how things going? Good? You keeping busy, I see. And uh, where, where are you right now? Uh, Sacramento, California. Oh, so you're up in Sacramento. Well, I, know, I knew you are from Sacramento area, but I uh, didn't know if you are out touring somewhere or what was going on. So um, things are going well, it looks like, for you. Yeah, and it's going well, man. We're uh, we're having some we're having practice practice today, getting ready for our show at the Powerhouse Pub in Folsom, Folsom, California. So and, what, uh, what's it yeah, like? What's it like there? And, well, I was gonna say, like, what's it like there for cool. for live music? Because, like, you know, I'm looking at some some bigger tours now, including um, the Young Guns tour there that had uh, Mammoth, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, and Dirty Honey was pushed back, and uh, so things are going okay for you, though. You're playing some shows; they're not getting canceled. No, actually, you know, I know that uh, the big club here in Sacramento, Ace of Spades, they're still going strong. You know, as far as venues being closed down, you know, who knows? It could happen tomorrow or two days or whatever. So. We're just we're just uh, hoping, but um, I think we're on for our for our live show um, this Saturday, which is really cool. Well, that's awesome. And we were going to connect earlier, uh, meaning like a couple of months ago, and I was talking to Jody, and then things got a little bit busy, and then it was Christmas, and yada, 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 but I, I did miss the <laughs> new single, You're Here to Kick Some Ass, literally, <laughs> uh, and I got a chance to watch the video for the new single. So talk to me about that and uh, the writing of that, the kind of the genesis behind that single. It's a great song, and I want to say something first. You sound absolutely amazing uh, singing that song. Like I've always thought you had a great voice, but there was something about the way that that song came across and your vocals that that I think it really hit a home run. No, thank you, man. That, that means a lot. I appreciate it. Um, well, let's start off with the video. So we uh, we recorded the video in the pan, you know, during 2020, actually, you know, and uh, we were we were sitting on this video for a long time, and uh, you know, it's a fast paced song. You know, that's that's the first song on the album. That's the first live song that we play at our shows. You know. And uh, for the video, it's all those uh, flashing lights and colors in the background. And we went to this really cool studio and uh, just filmed it. So it's a fast-paced rock and roll song. And, uh, you know, the theory behind the lyrics and just the song in general is, you know, it kicks some ass. It's that, it's that first song when you, when you go on stage, you know, adrenaline pumping, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I think it sets the tone for the rest of, for the rest of our show for all the people who are watching it looks like you guys have a lot of fun uh, filming videos too. I mean, you've filmed uh, a number of them before. So, but uh, definitely tell me about the, you know, I grew up in the era like of much music and MTV, right? Where it was on television. They had, and, and now everything, of course, is on YouTube. But how important is the video uh, to the marketing of the band today? Oh, you know, the visual is everything, man. I mean, I mean, you know, with just music, you're cutting off half of, of, you know, what it is to be in a band. You know, you got your look, you got, you know, your stage presence. You know, this is really how people can see what you guys are like and what each of your personalities are like and how you mesh together. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's important, too, to also really see the band live. Because the video, you could call it an actor or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But you could really see the chemistry of a band when you're actually at the show and seeing how the band members interact with the crowd and with each other and just really feeling the music. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a great video and uh, interesting. Uh, some of the comments, I wrote them down here and I thought this was cool uh, on the video that I saw. Uh, it says, sounds like young Tesla. 
<laughs> which is interesting, obviously. And I think somebody yeah, else said some, that one a lot. Yeah, and somebody else said um, you should be on the road with Tesla. So what, you know, working with Frank and all that, is it something that's in the cards, do you think, um, you know, in 2022, maybe to open up some Tesla shows? or No, that would be great, you know. That would that would be totally cool. And I know Frank has expressed, uh, you know, that, that he would like to do that one day with us and stuff. But uh, right now, we're really just, really just focusing, uh, focusing on uh, building up our local kind of following. But right now, we are looking at some uh, national booking agents to uh, contact and see what we can do there. Oh, nice. Um, so do you then, when you're saying you've got some, some dates booked, obviously, and, and looking towards bigger tours and, and stuff like that, is there any idea of where you, will you come to Canada? Will you go to Europe? Or is it just kind of like right now, especially with, you know, the pandemic is still happening. So is it more focusing on, on you know, North America and maybe even the West there? Right, probably more North America, you know, before we, I mean, we would love to go to Canada and Europe, but we probably need to build up you know, and, uh, in our own area first, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, we are really excited. We are, we're actually going next month on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Oh, nice. Uh, with Alice Cooper and Queensryche and Frank's going to be there and Tom Kiefer and Skid Row. And, uh, we, we got chosen as we're the, we're the youngest band on the cruise, I guess, ever in the history of the Monsters of Rock Cruise. So that's really cool and such an honor. So we will be getting out to people. Uh, pretty soon. Oh, that's great. And you, speaking about getting out to people, I think I saw the video. When were you singing with Sammy Hagar? And I know you and I have talked about this a lot, and I know you've been out to Cabo and that, but recently, were you not on stage with him? So, so we went to Cabo in last year, 2021, last October. Right, because we talked and, about uh, it after that, I remember. Right. But uh, no, no, not not recently. Not, not recently. Last time that Sammy and I performed together was in 2020 when him and I actually got on stage we were meaning to hook up in 2021 and playing with Red Voodoo the whole band but uh some things got in the way and he came a few days later than his actual birthday oh okay yeah, for some reason, I thought it was something that had just happened again. And it could have been a, a video I saw that was, you know, an older video, too. But uh, so, oh, right, right. So what um, let me ask you this. I mean, we talk about Sammy Hagar and what he has meant to you. And, uh, you know, he's, he's very proud of Red Voodoo and he he pumps you guys up. And that's great. Who else are some of your influences right now? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Well, man, I mean, really. I could talk about all the, the, the kind of older influences of the 70s and 80s, but man, like Greta Van Fleet and Dirty Honey, there's some, they're big influences of the band. You know, they're, they're paving the way for, for us, for the new generation of rock and stuff, and, and they're doing it, along with, you know, Wolfie Van Halen as well. Well, that, that's good to hear because I do see that the same way. You know, uh, Dirty Honey has, has done a great job. I've had Mark on this show and, uh, you know, obviously with, with Mammoth and they were on a big tour with Guns N' Roses. And that'd be nice if you could kind of fit together with those two bands on a tour somewhere as well because I think the exposure would be terrific, you know, for a band like Red Voodoo. Oh, that would be great. No, that would be great, man. <laughs> What um, final question for you? What what's going to happen song wise? Do you have any any other music you're going to be releasing coming up soon, or um, just kind of working away at the live show, or what's going to be happening that way? You know, right now, you know, like you said, is we really want to get out of Sacramento, so we're really going to start pushing. You know, we have the Monster Rock Cruise uh, coming up, and uh, there's some stuff behind the scenes that we're working on that I can't really talk about on air for the viewers. But um, you know, mainly it's just getting out there as a band. We have this really cool album and we want people to hear it live so our main goal is 
getting out on the road and, and uh, showing people, you know, who we are and our music. Um, I said that was a, a final question, but but I'm going to ask you one more. I am kind of I am kind of looking at um, not rebranding, but uh, changing a little bit of, of the industry show to talk about uh, drummers. Uh, I might add from the drum throne because I'm a drummer and I do talk to a lot of drummers. So what I want to ask you uh, specifically for being a singer, what makes a good drummer? You guys have a great drummer in your band. What what makes a good drummer oh, yeah, to you? Great, yeah. So talk to me about as a singer, what you're looking for in that drummer when uh, when you're playing both in the studio and live. You know, what makes a good drummer, I think, is it's all about timing. You know, it's all about, you know, a drummer is the backbone of the band. If the drummer's not on, the band's not on. You know what I mean? So I think what makes a good drummer is, number one, just having good timing, have fun, and have a good attitude. And that's a big thing, you know. But, but Frank, it doesn't matter what instrument you play, but having a good attitude is 90% of music is, is, you know, my philosophy. Absolutely. And I've talked to so many uh, side men uh, that play in big bands, mostly country bands, but uh, that tour around with yeah. some major people. And you know what? Every one of them say to me, you know, the biggest thing, yeah, you got to know how to play and you, you know, you got to have your chops, but you got to be a good hang, a good person, someone who's fun to be around, someone who's positive, who's got a good energy. And really exactly. that is equally as important as the talent that you have. And I think that that's probably what you're saying too, right? Yep, exactly, man. Couldn't have said better myself. Well, that's why I said it, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it, it, it's always fun talking to you. Uh, it, it's always great to see you guys doing uh, great things. Kick some ass, does kick some ass. Uh, so why don't we play that, all right? We're going to kick some ass right now with uh, Red Voodoo right here. Industry 45 Show, JinaFeb.com.
Wow!